Peel, you ready? I was born ready, baby. Fantastic. I know how this shit goes down. <laughs> okay. But then for three weeks now. Five weeks. Four weeks. Week five. This five is months. episode five, Peel. <laughs> is it? Bloody hell. Bloody hell, lads. <laughs> I'm more practiced than I thought. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. But if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the first, but it could be the last. With an opposed to claim banter. It's banter behind the throne. Hello and welcome back to Banter Behind the Throne. This is episode 5. It will be our E episode. Unfortunately, Craven cannot make it today because he's been called into work. Uh, but to make up for that, we have Tom. I like to think that Craven's stopping terrorists right now, but hello. Yep. And we have Josh. I only think Craven's not on the show because he can't handle my Greyjoy tech. That must be it. And I'm, of course, Dave. So today we're going to talk about what news there has been in the last week, which is very, very little. We're going to talk about the best tournaments we've been to, whether that's from Atmosphere or just doing well, which is a user question, a listener question. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) User, yeah. Um, And uh, Josh is going to talk about his House of Dreams 10 Towers deck, which is possibly the best deck I've ever seen. And then we're going to talk about the cards beginning with E, and we're going to discuss what Craven is going to be forced to play for Nationals. So, moving swiftly on, Playmats. The new news, uh, FFG is selling branded playmats now, so if you don't want to pay the iron price, you can just go and buy a playmat. What do you think to that? Um, I believe Craven would say it's just bollocks. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a surprise. They've done it for um, Netrunner before. Um, my, my main issue is there's no space for the agenda. I know, right? And even with no space for the agenda, it's just not well planned mm. like the space it's just such a waste of space i don't think i've ever what? seen a game of thrones where you could fit all of your cards on the table into that box i'm sorry but it just doesn't happen normally you end up with either tons of locations all across the bottom tons of things in the shadows or just tons of characters out there's never a chance to like nicely have i think it's about four cards five i reckon just looking at the pictures yeah. i know for a fact i'm gonna have at least like twice as many characters out if I play Black Settles deck, or at least try to. Um, I just don't really see the point. Totally agree. I mean, there's a waste of space at the top where it's just art. Josh, yeah, it, I mean, you're challenging characters, but it, it's not it, really it, very. Clear. It's a nice idea, but like, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can organise myself well enough to remember where my plot deck is. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I mean, I've made some cockups in my time, Dave, as we're all aware. But I've definitely always put a plot down instead of an agenda, instead of a event card um, when I'm meant to. But of course, improving the discipline when you keep your uh, dead and discard piles apart would help. Oh yeah, God no, I, I don't do that in the slightest. Maybe I should just have like a pile for one. It's because I played a bit of Magic once and it all went horribly wrong for me after that. <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, what one one thing of Magic has affected my precious little man. Fair play. Fair play. So, general consensus is we don't like them. But they're pretty. Can't be asked. 
they are they're very they're very nice i like the idea but you know you may as well go to a few more tournaments yeah spend your money on well or borrow them off your friend yes either way that's fine okay well that's uh that's well covered i guess um and it occurred to me that i didn't really introduce you josh so i just said that josh is here so do you want to introduce yourself um, josh is here that is all. this is josh everybody he's lovely hello i'm a josh um, josh chambers um slandering lies on the boards or at least i would be if i ever posted um yes. i'm sort of well known for my jank <laughs> yes certainly are there's dark corners of forums where people whisper things like House of Dreams, High Garden, and Ten Towers. Josh uh, has the what, prestige, is it, of being the highest-ranked neutral player at last year's Nationals? Um, yeah, this is, this is very true. I came a very respectable 69. <laughs> <laughs> Which I believe is uh, worse than the number of players that were there. Uh, somehow, yeah. <laughs> Which is very impressive. So, uh, <laughs> how do you come from fifty nine out of like fifty seven or something, or however many were there? There were like one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they did. You did so bad. They like marked you down. Like, no, nah, there's one that. person who came lower than me. Oh, was there? <laughs> oh. Yeah, there was. Oh, I thought you came last. No, no, my strength saved me from last. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> that really is. <laughs> Oh, fair play. I feel like um, just one more thing as far as the maps go. What we've kind of done there is just gone, hi, LCG. Thanks for releasing new merch, but it's fucking shit. Please get it off our shelves immediately. That's cheating. I feel like if we want favours off them in the future, it's not going to be easy to come by. Uh, I should point out out that I haven't seen it in person yet. So if FFG felt the need to mail me one of these new play maps... (laughs) Yeah, we will happily be your reviewers. That's uh, that's fair enough. I mean, of course, I mean, Phil, they are pretty all... brutal. I must admit. Yeah, they are already off the shelves because they are in fact already sold out. Well, that's amazing, seeing because they weren't even released. Yeah, they were released about three days ago, already sold out. <laughs> I don't even like them. I kind of want one just to have one, but there's no <laughs> way I'm playing whatever the equivalent of twenty dollars is. Plus shipping. I think that's what, like seven pounds. I think that it's like forty-five p, but I'm not paying. That. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the dollar's worth nothing. Let's be honest. Yeah. All right. So, with that, we've covered. Well, we're storming through the schedule. <laughs> fine. Okay. Uh, clearly, <laughs> Craven holds us back. <laughs> if he wasn't here every week, we'd be done in five minutes. Um, yeah, but then uh, what about the rest of the forty, mate? We'd, we'd just be less content. Well, half the time it's just us chatting shite, so it'd just be that, wouldn't it? Um, well, yeah, but I don't think much has changed. It's just Craven's not chipping in with his shite this week. Yeah, so that that falls to you instead, Josh. Did you just beep, Josh? I think I did. Yeah, you got something <laughs> that's not muted. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. appalling. Yeah, amateur hour. Yeah, see, the other podcasts beep all over the place, and so it is a rule on this podcast that you have no beeps. Or put your phone on silent for Christ's sake. Sort yourself You're out, to have the door Not my phone. Though. It's something on the MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's not your computer, so you can be forgiven to an extent. But uh, throw it out there again. You know, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's quite all right. All right. Uh, so we had a post on our Facebook asking, 
What is the best tournament we've been to? Peel, go. What's the best tournament you've been to, whether that's from atmosphere or because you did fantastically well or because you had a great KFC, which is most... <laughs> if it goes on the great KFC, it's pretty much any of the ones in Stoke. But I think I will stick with Winter is Coming, yeah. uh, which is a yearly tournament that Eddie and Steve hold, and they always have a bloody amazing prize. Like, whether it's a replica sword, a replica helmet or something, it's just like, I want that. That is cool. It's not something you can buy. It's not like a free ticket or anything. It's just, here you go. Here's a prize. For it. It's like uh, it's like throwing the knife in a, in a room full of people and saying, whoever, whoever wins, beautiful. Fair enough. And of course, the one winter is coming you've been to, you left two. after two rounds? Yeah. Well, actually, no, I've been to two of them, Dave. Oh, did you come to both? Okay. I've been to the, I came to the one before that, thank you very much. Right. And, or the one after that, or whichever one. One was a sword, one was a helmet. <laughs> one okay. of them I left early. Yeah, okay. And I had to go to work. Apologise profusely. Why you came all the way to Stoke if you then had to move another hour and a half over to Manchester afterwards to go to work? Yeah. I, I don't know. But it's dedication. I, I, I tried to get it off. And of course, those two rounds were melee, so... Yes, really complete and utter waste of my time. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate melee. Um, How can you hate out. melee? It's the way the game's intended to be played. It's the yes, Josh, part. and it's also not the right way to play, is it? There's, there's, you know, according to the core set rules, melee is the format. Joust is melee the format. Joust is the variant. Oh, all right, then fine. Yeah, so it's very confusing when you're trying to read the rules and it chat shit about four players, and you're just like, I just want to play with my dad. <laughs> I just want him to be able to pay the gold cost for Carl Drogo so I can laugh at him. <laughs> Why do I have to read all these weird rules about titles and supporting and stuff like that? Ain't nobody got time for that. No, no. That was a travesty of a game, though, my first Game of Thrones. Paying the gold cost for Carl Drogo. Heartbreaking. <laughs> what are you doing, Dad? Even I know not to do that. This is my first game. He's not played since. <laughs> all right, Josh, your favourite tournament. Right. Well, I think mine's probably going to be Stalic from last year. Ooh. Ooh. The year we went before, not many Brits went. Still had a fantastic time. Met a lot of great Europeans. This time, massive Brit turnout. Obviously, UK winning the team event. Mm. Um, I enjoyed the deck I was playing. I enjoyed my matchups, especially the one against Ron. I enjoyed the banter. And I enjoyed watching those Tag Black Sail decks do their thing. It was great. You say enjoyed watching the Targ Black Sales deck. Isn't it one of those kind of... Just, you watch I, it I, and you I admire that it exists, but it kind of disgusts you at the same time. It was just doing stuff. It was like I discovered fire for the first time. It was <laughs> amazing. It's like a Matt Cannon's anti-banter deck. Oh, don't even. It's just that Night's Watch deck. It's, I admire the fact that it exists, but... It just makes me so sad to think about it. And I tried to play it a couple of weeks ago. And it, it did terribly because Peel was playing favourable ground and I just cried. But um, it was, yeah, it it was, was horrible. Fun. It was horrible to play with and against. And I admire it, fear it, loathe it and love it. So, Worst deck ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I actually couldn't choose between my two favourite tournaments. Um... I've got to say, the 2v2 we had in Stockton was absolutely fantastic. Oh, yes. 
I, I would love to go to another 2v2 tournament. I'll sit there. I'm waiting for that invite to the 2v2 tournament because I'm going to phone you and go, Dave, let's get some buildings and decks. Yeah. So uh, Josh, Josh organised that for those who didn't know. I, was... I did indeed. Um, organised is a strong word. But... <laughs> to tell us about the format. What, what kind of changes did you make to make 2v2 kind of balanced? Well, um, what we did was we stopped any card by title. Um, you weren't allowed more than three copies of it across both decks. Mm-hmm. We made it so like both decks had to be legal together and apart, if that makes sense. Um, you, c- you couldn't have duplicates of the same plot unless, of course, it was Power of Faith or Power of Blood and you each had one. Um, that meant only one Valor, of course. Yep, it did. Um, only one restricted card between the two players as well. Yep, it stopped a lot of the broken combos was happening. Like Viper's Bannerman, Narrow Escape would have been horrible. For yeah, absolutely. But I felt it sort of created, like, people went out and actually thought of things. It was quite good. I really liked... I know me and Ross were, and James and Becky were, and I think you two may have been playing the um, lead by example desolate passage combo. We weren't, no. Oh, you weren't. No, we only built our decks the day before and didn't really think about it. However, we would have, uh, I think, won the tournament. It's fair to say if we hadn't messed around so long in the first game. Uh... Yeah, we got a timed loss in the first game because we were having too much banter. If it had gone one, no, it's timed loss. If we had gone one more round, there was no way we had lost. Yeah. Uh, we had, it was on a Valor turn that we ended, and uh, we had a Knight of Flowers stacked with about six power, who had been saved yeah. by Knight, it's that kind of thing. So yeah, we it was going been clever around that. Yeah, you guys still did fairly well. You you absolutely smashed me and Ross. Yes, it, it wasn't pretty at all, was it? Our code word uh, trickery wasn't quite enough. <laughs> Tell people about your. Actually, do you want to spoil your secret tech? Yeah, don't, let's, let's not spoil it, but I can tell you now. The, it requires an intimate it, knowledge of my body art. <laughs> it does, which we didn't have at the time, but now we've got you foiled. Yeah, <laughs> well aware of what tattoos you have and where. <laughs> All of them. We've studied it for many hours. We've watched you yeah. get undressed just to learn your code words. We yeah. know what right shoulder means. We're on to you. So, you uh, which is which, though? Left is Valor Morgulus. Wrong. Oh. Left is Valor Doharis. Correct. Yay! <laughs> Second time lucky, anyway. So the, the kind of synergy you could get in that tournament was just fantastic because like, Peel and I were playing uh, Barra Song of Ice and Greyjoy Black Sails, obviously, because Peel loves Black Sails. Uh, so he would open with a high initiative plot, make me first. I would search for a white raven and make it winter. Mm-hmm. choke everyone out and then Peel would just search out wintertime marauders from the hold uh, he doesn't have to deal with making it winter in black sails which can be a bit awkward because you can't always search for your raven easily Yeah, I worry about that Peel gets all the nasty greyjoy choke and I just abuse people with rush and our uh, restricted was fear of winter and we rang as many two claim plots as possible Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was and fun just, times uh, I just basically would march in have a little smack around with them uh bitch slap them a bit, take out all their men, and then you'd sweep it and get it on the post-battle challenge. It yeah. worked out quite nicely. It did, yeah. Uh, and the yeah. fact that you can save the Knight of Flowers with Iron Mines is just wonderful. Yeah. Indeed. So that was good. Um, and the other uh, the other tournament, I'd say, is probably uh, Nationals last year. Yeah. Because not only did I knock Whammer out the cut, which was incredibly satisfying and a bit sad, because he definitely is a better player than me, uh, 
but also it seemed like the first time that the Thrones UK community really gelled and got together. Yeah. The first time we were all stuck in one place, staying overnight for multiple nights. It's the first time I had beers with Craven. Um, it was the first time a lot of people met each other. You know, the North and the South came together. Uh, and it was absolutely brilliant. I hadn't met Reese until then, and I'm, I'm glad I did. Uh, yeah. Look at you now. <laughs> and now we're going on <laughs> holiday with him. Yeah. So, like, well, tomorrow for you, as we record this, and tomorrow for me, as this is released. <laughs> Fantastic. Reese is staying over my house tomorrow. Get to go to the pub quiz. Lovely. He does, doesn't he? I didn't think you were going to this week's pub quiz. No, I am. Oh, okay. I didn't go last week. Oh, Can't keep me away for too long. So yeah, they were my best tournaments, um, which was nice. Uh, I also nice had an honourable mention I wanted to drop in there. Go on then. Not so much a tournament as a full weekend experience. <laughs> the Thrones Weekender, a.k.a. Go Hard or Go Hard Home. Yes, that was uh, that was up there for me as well. That would probably be my third pick. It was beautiful. Big, big thanks, thanks to Jack on that one. Yeah, yeah. Jack hosted us for Friday and Saturday night, which was very nice of him uh, as we wrecked his house and you slept <laughs> in his cupboard. I did um, indeed. That was where we learned the great secret tech of staying at the same house as the tournament organiser so that you can't be late for the first round of Swiss. So <laughs> we had Ben at our, at our house on the Saturday. And then, of course, Josh was TOing Stockton on the Sunday. Uh-huh. So, and I was driving. So I could do no wrong that, that week, which was great. Um, and that was the weekend we, of course, shac- sacrificed Shireen to Rillor. And a great time was had by all. As one final mention for awesome tournaments, Josh and I are off to Flea Bottom Fracker in... Uh, Warsaw, Poland this weekend. So as you listen to this, if it's, it's still Friday or very, very early Saturday morning or Thursday, obviously, um, <laughs> book your tickets, come along, play some Thrones and we'll sign up <laughs> your copies of uh, Baratheon White Book that you bring and it will be fine. I just I just like the idea of someone listening to this on Friday night and thinking, well, there's a tournament tomorrow, is that brilliant? Yeah, I'll get it on. Uh, oh, Poland? Yeah, solid. I'll, have, I'll jump on a ferry. Um Overnight, it's just a Probably short just... hop across the pond. It's all right. Yeah. It's what I did with nationals last year. Yeah, hid well, behind just... the curtain when James walked in. <laughs> oh, was he not expecting you? Was it literally just? No, he t- I told him I couldn't make it, but then I unexpectedly got time off work. Oh, fantastic! Hmm. Are you coming this year? Uh, sadly, no. Um, it's not enough time to wrote a time off work. What with having two jobs now. Oh yeah. I've tried to get the date and I can't. But we are. Can you pull a sickie? I definitely cannot pull a sickie because my boss will probably be listening to this. Does <laughs> your boss play Thrones? Yeah, Percy, you've met him. Oh. He came bottom at Stockton. Oh, fantastic. Well, what? hi, Percy. Uh, Josh is not pulling a sickie if he's off that way. Honest. No, and if he is working for you that weekend, can you make it a work trip so that you can all come down and join in with the festivities? Yes. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a compromise. Yeah, team building. You know? Yeah, te- yeah, solid. Some people... We are sending Ash. <laughs> well, that's something, isn't it? Yeah. That's... Consolation prize. While we're on the topic of Flea Bottom, though, we should mention that if anyone does want to buy us a drink over the course of the weekend... Thoroughly appreciated. And encouraged. Mm. And, of course, as Peel and Craven can't make it, 
you just got to buy more for me and Josh, who is craven for the day or for the week, I guess. Who's me for the week? That's going to get really confusing. Otherwise, I'll let Reese take my responsibilities. There you go. Buy Reese, Josh, and I drinks. <laughs> Much appreciated. Sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, so Josh. One of the reasons we brought you on, or at least, well, aside from the fact that Craven's not here, uh, one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on is because you played possibly the most genius deck in the world ever in the universe. No hyperbole. Um, my favourite part about it is that it scales based on your opponent. If your opponent is playing a good deck, this deck is good. If they're playing a bad deck, this deck is bad. Tell us about it. Well, it all started when Wedge, who you had on last week, came to, along to one of my Battle in the Black Cells events on Friday nights mm-hmm. in my local BD game store. And he told me that he brought along a House of Dreams 10 Towers deck. So I assumed he meant House of Dreams 10 Towers from the first cycle. Yeah. Um, the one that lets you play the top card of an opponent's discard pile as if it were in your hand while you only control Greyjoy characters and locations. Yep. He I'm, obviously. I know what's happening and I'm still laughing. It just makes me so happy. He obviously meant the one that lets you mill cards from an opponent's deck when you win a challenge by X. Because mill is so powerful. Like... Because mill is so powerful, of course. <laughs> um, but my knee jerk reaction is why House of Dreams that one? That's only three gold. <laughs> this one's five, Wedge. Eight gold setups. That's... Since then, we sort of had a running joke about it. Yeah. And it was Stalic when he said, so Josh, when you're building House of Dreams 10 Towers, I normally get James's help when I'm building decks, but I felt he'd think it was a bit too abhorrent. <laughs> so I figured I'd go to Rowan, Cobra Bubbles, because he's a bit of a jankmeister too. He actually yep. went, I don't see the point in this, Josh. You're just messing about. And then James turned around and went, actually, Josh, I can get into the frame of mind of this. That's remarkable, because... Rowan is my go-to jank builder. If I need to build something a bit crazy, I go straight to Rowan. Yeah. And James is my competitive deck advisor. But I got it wrong all along. It's heartbreaking. Originally, we were thinking we'd just be playing events immediately after they'd been getting played. Mm-hmm. But then we thought, why don't we actually try and play people's bomb characters as well? So, obviously, we can't decide what our opponent's going to be running, so we needed to start off with all six free cities. <laughs> of course. That also provides influence for our influence module because, we, of course, we use Confession yep. to pull their Red Viper from that. Um, we also have Storm the Gate because we want our resets to be going in the discard pile because mm-hmm. that's where we play things from. We've got Aftermath. We've got March to the Wall. Um, economy was a bit of an issue because, obviously, it had to be Greyjoy cards, but Sea Tower was no good for me because it only reduces the cost to play Greyjoys. Yep. So I ended up playing Kingdom of Shadows as an economy location. And how many Shadows cards do you run? Uh, exactly zero. <laughs> wow. And not anymore. Uh, I also used Plunder a little bit to help with that too. Okay. But seeing how I have these three cities, I have the Kingdom of Shadows. Of course I'm going to want... And this is the thing that makes a deck work. So I have to have Greyjoy characters and locations. My attachments can be what I want. If I want to switch 10 towers back on, I need to way of turning a character into a Greyjoy. So we look at Imposter, the Stark attachment. This is just wonderful, wonderful jank. I can nail an influence to give an attached character a house affiliation of my choice until the end of the phase, 
and they get plus one strength for every affiliation I control that isn't Stark. So as soon as I've got one of my three cities or a King of my Shadows out, the plus five strength anyway. That's awesome. I did win a game off Dohira Singer Viper, playing it, impostering it, and then just ramming my opponent. <laughs> I believe that was Mark. <laughs> Wonderful. What what are your uh, favourite plays from the deck? And what was your restricted card? My restricted card was Fear of Winter because I could actually play two cards in the Fear of Winter turn. Because it's from hand, not from discard part. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I have to play the card from the discard pile first because it thinks it's getting played from the hand. So if I've already played a card from a hand, it thinks it will. the restriction's already been met. Okay. But if I play the card using 10 towers first, I can then play another card from my hand. That's Because I haven't played a card from my that's hand. That's very odd, but yep, makes sense. It, but it's no different as a Dragon Pit deck, just putting cards in shadows and then Fear of Wintering. Yeah, yeah, it's it's better. Because it's, it's different uh, every This time. is at least as good as Dragon <laughs> I, I can see that. Well, you're, as you say, you're getting more value from your setup. Because you're starting with five gold yeah, before playing any cards. So that's just I was just practicing from the sweet, sweet eight gold setups yeah exactly practicing for 2.0 with a 1.0 deck which i said you shouldn't do but clearly you should okay um i think my favorite play of the day actually has to be the one that never happened right go on which was in my game against i believe his name was kevin richardson right the chap playing the tag 222 but the more aggressive build he had a by sword or by guile on the top of his discard pile I went to do a military challenge that I was definitely going to win. It was going to close the game. I was going to play as by sword by gal, hit 15, flip the table, rejoice. My deck would have actually won a game. Sadly, he ambushes in a flame kissed on my Fion, um, kills him. Flame kissed is now the top card in the discard pile. And he just got prized off my Fion. And then he wins the military challenge anyway. Out comes a Drogo and he closes the game that turn. That's heartbreaking. It ruined all of my hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that is that is bad. Um, I remember you mentioning a play against Ross uh, the night before in testing. If you want to go over that, yeah, um, I had I was long story short. Long story short, pardon. I baited him into doing a claim-free military challenge with his Ariane. Then used his Red Vengeance on the claim. It killed a House Messenger, yeah. Ariane, and the Red Viper. That's uh, quite good value there, I think. And of course, I believe you picked the Red Vengeance out of his hand with Confession. Yeah, which I saw him. I saw him get it from a House Messenger. Fantastic. Just so I held on to my Confession until the military comes. It's just wonderful. And five influence without Hollow Hill or Red Keep. Just please. No, 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 no. The Confession was from uh, a Damp Hairs. Oh, okay, sure. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Although, I, between the three fiefdoms, three seas, and six free cities, and the Aaron's Chambers, it's not completely out there. Yeah. That is quite a lot of influence. Where the deck really did shine, though, was melee. Oh, yeah. Especially in the second round of melee. I sit down at a melee table with uh, Jakob Hultman, Karl Strachan, a chap, I believe his name was Jonathan, who actually won the table right. after being behind the entire game. And they all flip over their house cards, and there's two other Greyjoy players at the table. 
So I had a, quite a lot of free reign. I got up to 14 power twice wow. by playing their renowned characters. And then they all worked together. Valamar Gulas happened. It was it was messy. I ended up second oh, in that match. That is a shame. Still, a good innings for a deck that we wrote off before. Look, as soon you know, nobody has played that card in what six years. Oh no, Vince played it in Melee. Vince has played it in Melee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't shock me actually. <laughs> Insanity is. Ah, fair play. He played it just to copy make an example. Yeah, I can see that. That's disgusting. Ah, fair play. Well, uh, how did you do in the end? Uh, what did you? What was your record? At Blackboard? Um, I did two four. Okay. I um, lost against Matt Cannon's anti banter Night's Watch times free agenda deck. Yep. I lost against Dark House Supreme's Heron Hall after we both set up a Fion, <laughs> and I thought I was going to have it because I had nine mines out as well. But then he had Kill for Your King in his hand. Right. And it all very messy. <laughs> um, uh, I lost against Kevin playing the Tag 222. Um, I get, I'm pretty sure his name was Mark. Uh, I believe he was from the Bristol meta. Yep, Mark Truen. Yeah, yes, he did the artwork for Mark the, uh, the cards. Yeah, they're cool. Um, they're sort of like old school fighting fantasy style house cards. Yeah. I'm definitely using the Tyrell one. Yeah, yeah, really like the Tyrell one. I lost against a Greyjoy No Agenda deck, despite managing to newly made Lord His Maiden's Bane, plays LIV1, and plays Aegon's Hill. Wow. Yeah. He got saw characters and I didn't. That, that can hurt sometimes if you don't see the icons. And in round six, I really should have lost against Ash, playing Martel Whitebrook. Right. Um, but he, for some reason, decided to actually use his Vengeful on my Val de Hera's turn so that his characters were standing at the end of challenges, so they were discarded. Then, in an attempt to stop me from playing his Alaria Sand, he puts Taste for Blood on top of him in the discard pile. I have Grand Good Brother, who is unkillable this day, <laughs> and I hear Taste for Blood on an unkillable <laughs> character is pretty good. It's, it's a legit <laughs> combo. It yeah, was like Brotherhood out of Greyjoy. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an attachment, so it doesn't even count against uh, Tent Towers. Precisely. Every it was. I had Norvos out and set up in that game. It was glorious. <laughs> oh, that is pleasing. All right. So, are you gonna take that to Starlek? Do you reckon? Um, I'm not. Um, I've got a good idea of what I want to take to Starlek. Actually, yeah. Are you gonna share that with us or? Uh, I absolutely will, because it's a deck archetype that I'd always admired from afar, and I've been playtesting it for for Flea Bottom Melon. Right. And now I want to play it in Joust. I want to play it for everything. Okay. Uh, it is Baratheon the Maester's Path, and I can't believe I've never played it before. All right. that That's a bit in vogue at the moment, though. People play yeah. that at Gen Con. And that's unlike you. It's, it's, it's bizarre for me, um, but I, I had a go with it, and... I've never felt so clever while doing stuff that seemed so intuitive and simple. <laughs> Maester decks do make you feel very clever. You remember? Yeah, I mean, when I'm watching opponents play, I sort of understand what's going on, but it's actually really easy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just kneel him, stand that, kneel that to stand him. And then you do yeah. a few other things while, while it goes on. But are you playing Especially... the mill variant with the brass link? No, I'm playing the Burn variant. Ah, with the lead link. 
Lead Link Threat. So you're not going to play my favourite card beginning with D, which is Dragon Bite. Oh, oh I could Pale Steel it in for free, yep, couldn't I? Yeah, and use Copper Link to make him a dragon. See, I was going down a Grayscale route. Yeah. Grayscale's very good. That combined with Threat is a mm. great combo. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, and then you'll get those pesky no attachments characters. High strength. That's why we have nightmares. Yeah. That's true. All right. Okay. Well, 10 Towers. That is certainly a deck, and I hope more people play it uh, in the limited months we have left. And hopefully it gets reprinted for second edition. Well, it, wa- it was a CCG reprint anyway. Oh, was it? Yeah. Was it five gold? In- of all the cards reprinted, yeah. that's quite a... Quite an odd choice, I thought. I believe the word you're looking for is glorious. <laughs> glorious is the word <laughs> I was looking for. Not odd. Ah, fair play. Okay, so uh, I guess we're going to move on to cards beginning with E. e. Yeah, making quite good progress today. I fully had, like, I, when I was thinking about cards beginning with E, I was, I was sat there thinking, oh, no. Can't think of anything beginning with E. No one begins with E. What a silly letter. Until all of a sudden it pops into my head. Is it Euron Greyjoy? And, uh, is it Eddard? Uh, no. Yes, to the first one. <laughs> Euron Greyjoy. Or Euron, you know, or Crow's Eye. Yeah, Euron Crow's Eye, yep. Yep, Euron Crow's Eye. Um... Which one? Well, all of them, to be honest. You've got one which makes uh, all standing characters. Uh, while you're on this crow. Sorry. While you're on regular standing, all characters have stealth, um, which is just tasty if you can flood the board and just give everyone stealth. Uh, then you've got the one which gives all raiders stealth. So if you have a fancy building a bit of Greyjoy raiders, taking a bit of gold, taking a bit of power, just, just stealing everything you've got. Uh, you know, there's that option. And then there's King Euron. And King Euron. Which King Euron? And there's not. King Euron. King Euron is all. There's two King Eurons. The proper King Euron. The one which means that people can't defend. The one that's just like, oh, I'm just going to have a sneaky unopposed challenge. Not the King Euron where he's actually sitting on a throne. Oh, no, 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 no. Nah. 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 The other King Euron, uh, the beastie one that is Mr. Euron Crowzai. I love him. He's awesome. He's always in my deck, isn't he, Dave? He always won't be putting him in because he always costs lots of money. And... He's good. I, I like him. Yeah, I always, I always pull him out every time. He's my boy. He is good. He's good in black sails. Fish him out. All right, then, Josh, what is your favourite card beginning with E? See, now Craven's not on. I'm just going to totally make a mockery of his rules. Um, I thought of a best and a worst card beginning with E. Go for it. Uh, my favourite oh, card beginning no, with E is <laughs> Edict of the Rock. Okay, go on. Um, I, I loved it. I played in, you saw at the Thrones weekend, I was running that deck you actually absolutely stomped all over. Um, <laughs> yep. The non-needling burn your characters can't stand deck with Edict, Wyvern Cold and Nuisance Sword Point. Yep, Nuisance Sword Point, what a great card. Especially with Lyanna Stark and the uh, the Giant's Lance. Yes. Uh, I had a great time. But in fact, that on the first day, my only losses were to you and to Jack. And Jack only beat me because he had more characters that don't kneel than me. <laughs> it doesn't help when he 
Bell's favourite Cersei Lannister two turns in a row. <laughs> no, that doesn't help at all. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, but it's a great card. And uh, the worst one is, and this might surprise you because my love for Lannister and Lanny Neal being my go-to deck, I don't like enemy informer. No? Is it just the inefficient? It's just boring. It's just, just a boring card? Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's, it's one boring. gold Titan's cost, but it's got a nice ability, and then it's got a trait that's only positive, but it's not even positive all that often. <laughs> and I'm just fed up with it. I've took him out of my deck. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Sick of his face. Smoke. Okay. Sounds like you've had a bit of breakup with him. You know what? I've had enough of your crap. You've treated me like shit all these years. You come out, you get killed. What are you? Claim soak. Back off. Just play. Well, I never find room for Marguerite. No? I like Marguerite. Never. No, and it, it frees up one of my uh, cost free house Tyrell slots in my Lannister uh, and Air deck. <laughs> Is there a lot of house Tyrell in there? Are you running. Uh, yeah, you, well, what's no, his no, face? That, it, we, we're tight for house Tyrell slots. Oh, right. But now you're fine. We're trying to make sure you don't go too high in the house Tyrell. Oh, that's fair enough. That's just one of those deck building conditions, isn't it? You can't have too many non-setup cards. Yeah. You can't have too many house Tyrell cards. Yeah, it'd be too it'd be too overpowered. Of course, yeah. Terminal schemes can't hit house Tyrell, can it? That is why you can't play too many. It's just not fair on your opponents. It's a response. How many are you playing? Um, now one. What? Previously, before what, just Marjorie. Just Marjorie. Okay. So you're not running Garland out of house. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail because I'm playing this deck at the weekend. Oh, see, I'm just uh, scouting it now. I thought I'd get the scouting out of the way so oh, I don't well, bother um, during the actual tournament. Still, you were worse than scouting. You were trying to steal my uh, mountain refugees. I was, yeah. I can't find mine. So if anyone has any spare mountain refugees, please bring them along on uh, Saturday. Otherwise, I'll be playing Targ 2-2-2 again. Or I'll probably just play that anyway. Because Preferably in Polish. Oh, yeah, Polish... Um, Polish refugees, that sounds fantastic. And if anyone has a Polish Alanis for Craven, I'm sure he'll be very pleased. Although, does he really deserve it? Well, he hasn't been here. No, this is the first episode uh, one of us has missed. I know, this is, this is the start of something yeah. bad. I can feel it going that way. Next next week, you're going to be all day. Next week after that, I'll be like skateboarding <laughs> down a cliff or something. It's just all downhill from here, lads. What we should have done is created a Craven soundboard. Oh, we should have done. Um, yeah. And then we could have pretended Craven was here, only he wouldn't have been, but only we would have known. Every now and again, see ya! <laughs> can we not anyone... just edit, in, edit him in saying can confirm all the time? Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look. Snippets. Uh, add, 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 a, add a snippet of him uh, from the outtakes or something. I'm pretty sure we kept the outtakes for the Christmas special. Um the Christmas special. <laughs> Is that not something we're doing? Because I fully... I Oh, I, I definitely want to do a Christmas special. You've got it. Well, it's, ba it's basically the same as a normal one, but we wear Santa hats while recording it. Now, I know what you're thinking. Drink even more Baileys than we would I know, normally. I know what you're thinking. Is there really any benefit to us wearing Santa hats while doing a podcast? And the answer is yes. We'll, it's a morale thing. It, it, it is a morale thing. We're going to feel a lot better about it um, afterwards, you know. Admittedly, at first, we might have a little weep because it's Christmas, might be a bit sad, but afterwards, we'll be jolly. Of course, if it's a Christmas party episode, then we, we can get loads of guests on. We can try. Like, one after the other, just have each guest on for like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your year in the throne. I did crap. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> on that note of 30 seconds, can I just yeah. say, anyone who's a fracasseur and attending the fracas this weekend, if you haven't yet made a Wolfcat video, 
get on it. I don't. I haven't done it yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll have what? to do that. After a wolf this. cat. Yes. Oh, shall I do my? Uh, Does that require? Shall I do mine on the, on we... the air. Do it live. Yeah, sure. Does, yeah. What? Does... What is? What is the words? Is it a wolf? Is it a cat? It's wolf cat. Yes, with as much artistic flair as you want. Is it a wolf or is it a cat? It's wolf cat. Was that good enough? All right. Thank you. Bravo, bravo. Thank you. My parents got in. They've been away for like five days. They got in about ten minutes ago. So they probably thought I've gradually gone insane <laughs> in the house while they've been away. You're just up. It's been a long week at work. <laughs> I had loads of meetings. <laughs> I've been to like three meetings and I'm not happy about anything. <laughs> okay, so now I've done that and the polls will be happy. Mr. So Bamford, I have a question. Go on. What is your favourite card beginning with the letter E? Oh, yes. We did get a um, topic. Well done. Nice yeah, nice did. one there, Josh, for, for filling in the quarterback position there. Uh, yeah, I'm the captain of this podcast. Craven had it last week. Uh, and we also had captain of England last week. But now it's me. Yes. Uh, and my favourite card, beginning with E, is Alaria Sam. You see, I knew you'd Both go for her. Because she's Martel, she's evil, and uh, you love a bit of tasty Martel. Yeah. The thing is, there aren't that many good cards beginning with E. There really aren't. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like I like the Eddard that you can play out of Baratheon that cancels effects. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's just Alaria that I really that really uh, tickles my fancy, um, and I like both versions. But I, but it's mainly the Prince of the Sun one. Mm. And Wedge built me a deck which has two of them in it, so that's just great. That's it's not like two long champagne victories, is it? It's not no. It is um it is the same Alarius and two copies of the Prince of the Sun one. That's my melee deck for Sunday. Excellent. Yeah. So that should be fun. And then of course Craven messaged me earlier, so he wasn't left out, and his favourite card is Elden Estant. But actually thinking about it, that's cheating. Because that's it's Sir Elton Chile. And he's broken his own rules. <laughs> He made such a fuss that I couldn't pick Sir Aris Oakart in the first episode. Well, you can't pick Sir Aris Oakart in the first episode. We're going to have to do a Sir special. That... I think we are. Maybe if we can... I don't think we'll be able to time for Christmas, but if we could... I will do some maths. Well, maybe we'll just bring it forward or, or push it backwards. Well, do Sirs that, that could be the Christmas special, the Sir special. Unless there's a winter theme that we can go for. Uh, favourite... Uh, winter is coming. And, we, could, uh... we could do favourite winter-themed players, like Wintertime yeah, like, like... Marauders. <laughs> yeah, Frozen Solid. Yeah. Uh, all that um, Christmas Eddard. All the icy Eddard. stuff. Anything that's beneficial while it's in winter. Ice, yes. Uh, yep. Jon yep. Snow, he, he likes it cold occasionally. One of them, I think, possibly. Uh, at... No. No. None of them. <laughs> you think he would? He lives on the wall. Like, come on, John. That's just, just bad logistics. I don't think he likes it cold. I think he just gets on with it. Cotter Pike, he makes it cold and he's night watch. Yeah, yeah. Cotter Pike, he's definitely a good winter card. Um, yeah, and then we'll like sing a song about White Raven and. I could. We'll do an extended it. version of the White Raven song. Um, yeah. On a ukulele of some description. So I think uh, that, that's cards beginning with E. Um, there's not really even enough. E cards to say if we've got a least favourite. So I guess my least favourite is Enemy of the Queen because it's just wank. I will Ooh. not be taking part in this debattery. <laughs> enemy of my enemy is my friend. I don't even know what that does. Neither do I. Um, it's one of the dual house melee events. 
Oh yeah, it's Greyjoy and Lannister. Um, yep. Off memory, I think you can discard part of your house to either draw two cards or have an opponent discard a location. That is true. Each opponent chooses and discards the location he or she controls. Printed cost one or less. Uh, so yeah, well remembered. Uh, it's limit one per phase, which is a shame. Isn't it a draw action as well? It is. Play it in the draw phase. Yeah. Uh, so I like that it is played in the draw phase. I don't like that it's crap. <laughs> so, yeah, that's bollocks. <laughs> that is officially just bollocks. bollocks or dogs bollocks. No, that's uh, just bollocks. Just bollocks. Unlike Ilaria Sand, who is the dogs bollocks. Well, yeah, all right, then, yeah, I'll give you that. You're allowed the dogs bollocks on Ilaria Sand. She's pretty good. She is pretty good. If you make at least one of in almost every single Martel deck from the Martel box to the present day, you're a good card. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, that that's a criteria for a good card. Okay, so uh, our last segment for the day is what should Craven play at nationals? He's charged us with the task of finding him a deck. So we're gonna take uh, suggestions from our audience. I make it sound like we're live <laughs> and we've got those little buzzers. Like, oh, do you want to be announced? Do you want to find a friend? <laughs> but please, please do write in and say say what you think Craven should play. Uh, he's not sure whether he should take a competitive deck and really try and win the last Nationals, or because there's no flight to words, just play absolute jank. Um, he said, please try and make it a little competitive at least. But, really, let your mind run wild. What should Craven play? Should he play Baratheon White Book? Should he play something else? I would like well, to see him uh, play a Creatures deck for no apparent reason, <laughs> other than the fact it would be amusing. So I look at all these dogs and creatures and dragons I have. For no apparent reason, I play Conquest. Oh, yeah. You'd have to basically play uh, Stark Conquest or Targ Conquest Stark or something along that. Just so you have... can get all of the animals possible. Have you seen um, the House of Dreams Iron Throne deck that plays creatures? No. Where you run uh, Varamir Six Skins. And his text yes. is, put a creature into play. And then return Varamir Six Skins to hand. If the creature is still in play at the end of the phase, discard the creature. Okay. But what you do, because of the way it is, the cost is to put a creature into play. So if you cancel the effect with the Iron Throne, the creature is in play, Varamir is in play, and the creature doesn't get discarded. All the creatures. So you just get free creature. And that way you can get Balerion the Black into play for free in the challenges phase. That's not so much Balerion behind the throne as Balerion in front of it. It is, exactly. I think that's Balerion effectively sat on top of the throne, almost. <laughs> sat on top of the throne. The throne's knelt because it's just crushed under his weight. He is a heavy bugger. Uh, of course, the deck falls apart as soon as you play another Lannister player with the Iron Throne. Um, there is another Or the anti-banter deck. Oh, go on, sorry? Uh, you can't trigger Balerion if I'm coming to play from it. You can't, which is a big shame. But, strength but it's still nice to have yeah, ambush 10 strength in, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah basically, so that's quite nice. It makes me want to play Betrayal at the Wall, uh, just so I can ambush from the planes in a Balerion. Yeah. But there we go, Strength 10 Deadly. Pretty nice. Cheeky Renown. Probably a waste, though. Uh, so, yeah. Do write to us at uh, our Facebook page, or our WordPress, or 
banterbehindthethroneatgmail.com. Uh, we actually set that up before we even uh, put the first episode up, and I just haven't mentioned it yet. We do have a Gmail account. Um, and obviously, as you're probably aware now, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud and all these all these things. So do subscribe if you haven't. We haven't really done that generic bookkeeping, please listen to us thing. Because we kind of assume that you're already listening to us if you're listening <laughs> if you're to the cast. I think we're basically done then. That's it. Yeah, yeah no, that's no, it. We just end there. We, do. uh, we don't really but say goodbye on this show. You can say goodbye, though, uh, if you'd like. I mean, Josh, would do you like to say goodbye? Of course, this podcast never has to say goodbye because it's on every week. 